Hello and welcome to the Nerd of Gods podcast, episode 205. I am your host, Daniel. Um, I have no co-host this week. Uh, Connor's stuck in the dark place. And I think Sims got sucked into a multiverse somewhere. I think Spider-Man's trying to save him. But we're still going to do a show. It's just going to be me babbling on about who knows what. Um, a lot of, lot of news, actually. A lot of PlayStation news. A lot of Last of Us news. So let's get started. First up, Naughty Dog announced a bunch of casting castings for the Last of Us Season 2. Uh, the first one that got announced, all within a week, very crazy. The first one that got announced is... Uh, for Abby, we got Caitlin Dever playing Abby. Not too familiar with her. Um, she definitely looks the part, but she's going to have to get pretty ripped uh, to play Abby. <laughs> um, and the other person that got announced immediately after that was uh, young Massino. Mazzino? Uh, sorry for butchering that. Uh, playing Jesse uh, in a smaller role. Um, and then right after that, like the next day, um, we have the casting for Dina, which is Isabella Mercedes, I think is how you say that, but I, I'm butchering another name. Uh, and they all look pretty spot on for what I would think. Um, if I remember correctly, the Caitlin Dever, there were a lot of rumors that she might be Ellie when they were casting the show. So it's interesting that they're going to have her play Abby instead, but she looks the part. Um, I may not be the biggest fan of the first season of The Last of Us. I think it's a good show, but not a great show. Um, but I'm still excited to see what they do for season two. Are they going to chop it up? Or are they going to do split se the half the seasons, one thing, half the seasons, the other thing? I don't want to spoil too much about the Last of Us Part Two game, but anybody that knows will know that. Um, I don't think you could really go half a season without seeing Ellie or half a season really without seeing Abby too much. I think that's a little bit too much to ask for, for the audience. So I think they kind of have to chop it up a bit, and I wonder how they're going to do that. How are they going to do the flashback scenes in Last of Us 2? Very interesting. Uh, we will have to see. Uh, next up, uh, we had a a leak of a, a um, Xbox developer direct, and then followed quickly by an announcement of a developer direct, which is going to have some pretty exciting games here. One that I don't think really anybody expected to see this year, but... Uh, the first game we're going to see at this Developer Direct, which is going to be on, uh, where is it at? January 18th, next Thursday, January 18th at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, yeah, the first game that is going to be shown, or one of the first games, one of the games that are going to be shown is the um, Machine Games Indiana Jones game. Uh, which we haven't seen since the teaser, and I think in 2021. I think it's been a while, and they haven't really made a game since 
2018, I think it was, or 2017. So machine games have been sitting for a while. I've been waiting for their them to make a sequel to Wolfenstein 3. It's been long enough. Uh, but it looks like Indiana Jones is going to be up first for them. Uh, yeah, I'm very curious what this is going to look like. Is it going to be action-focused? Is it going to be more cinematic, more Uncharted-like? Uh, I mean, it's got to have action. It's machine games. Um, and then uh, another game that they're going to show here is Aria History Untold, which we knew about uh, by Oxide Games. Um, not really a game for me, but yeah, it's going to be there. It's kind of a little bit of a filler for me for the show, but I know people are probably looking forward to that, like strategy games. Uh, and then the next two are phew, very excited for this year. Uh, Obsidian's going to show Avowed, which looks awesome. I love that first um, trailer we got for Avowed. Or I guess second trailer. The first one was a teaser. But that first trailer for Avowed was really good. Uh, and then the final game I assume they're going to end the show with is Hellblade 2, which is going to be Xbox's big game for this year. Uh, that's going to be incredible. We're going to get a date for that. Probably going to get a date for Avowed. Maybe... Uh, a window for Indiana Jones. I would expect at the earliest the fall this year, but I don't think we get it the fall this year. Probably be getting it. I would say March ish, March ish next year. Uh, and they got to have some surprises. Um, they say in their little blog post here that there are going to be no Activision Blizzard King stuff here, which. Makes sense. I think they're going to want to do their own event for that. Um, but they got to have some surprises. They did it last year with Hi-Fi Rush, so I'm assuming they're going to have a. They're going. To, they want to set that precedence, probably, or it feels like they already did with Hi-Fi Rush. So I think the big rumor has been a Double Fine game. I don't remember the name of the Double Fine game that was rumored, but I think it was from one of their Amnesia Fortnites that Double Fine loves to do. And I think it's one of the games, if you watched the Psych Odyssey documentary last year, um, I think it's one of those games in the Amnesia Fortnite in that doc, which is really, really cool. Um, I am very excited for this developer direct. I like seeing the devs talk. It is uh, pretty refreshing in an industry where we get kind of just flash trailers all the time and just teasers and stuff. I like actually sitting, listening to the devs talk a bit and then have some gameplay behind them. I hope they do this every year. Seems to be that's what their goal is, right? At the beginning of the year, do a big developer direct. Uh, next up, we have uh, a big rumor for a state of play coming in February and also a big rumor for a Nintendo Direct in February, which makes sense especially for the Nintendo Direct. Um, they usually tend to go in the beginning of the year and set up for the first quarter, which I'm trying to think. I think we only know of a few games coming out this year for them, which is uh, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door remake, the remake of Donkey Kong, or Mario vs. Donkey Kong, and the Princess Peach game. But other than that, I don't really think we know any other first-party release, so they got to be cooking something. Nintendo tends to have the most first-party output 
out of any of the the big three companies here. So they're going to have a big lineup. I'm wondering if we're going to get an announcement of a console. I don't know if it'd be at this direct, but probably soon. Uh, and with that, we'll probably get Metroid Prime 4, finally. Um, they have a lot of teams cooking. Maybe a new um, Mario Kart game, finally. Maybe another sports game. We haven't seen a sports game in a while. And the, the PlayStation State of Play is the one I'm more interested in because PlayStation's been way too quiet. They've been very quiet the, for phew, at least a year and a half. They put out just a few games and don't really say much. So their last big show at the fall this last year was very disappointing, I think, by a lot of people. They didn't really announce anything exciting for single-player fans. Uh, and I think people are very hungry for that. And PlayStation's just been way too quiet. So we'll have to see what they have cooking. I'd probably go to Tsushima to... I don't know what Sony Bend is doing. Maybe in an Uncharted game. Maybe Siphon Filter. Maybe. Um... There's supposedly that new San Diego team that's making a Uncharted game. Eventually, maybe show that. Naughty Dog's got to be doing something. That whole team wasn't working on the multiplayer game, and they're not working on that multiplayer game anymore. So they got to have something to show. What's Neil Druckmann been doing? Probably Last of Us 3, I would assume. Um, and speaking of the uh, Naughty Dog... Um, not releasing that multiplayer game. <laughs> it actually got canceled over our little uh, kind of winter break. Um, they just officially canceled the game, and they said they're working on multiple single-player games. So that tells me they might be assisting on the Uncharted game and probably have The Last of Us 3 in development. But Naughty Dog has been really quiet for a while. Last of Us 2 was... It'll be four years in a few months, so three and a half years already. It's been a long time, and they got really not a lot to show for it. Um, next up, we got more layoffs. And more layoffs from Unity, which they have just been on a roll of bad decision after bad decision after trying to fix a decision into layoffs, and now more layoffs. They laid off... Uh, another 1,800 people, which is about a quarter of their um, their people, which is very crazy. Um, we just keep seeing layoffs all over the industry, sadly, whether it's engines like this. I think Unity really, I think they had like, what, a few, yeah, a few thousand people there, which is a lot for an engine. Um we're getting developers laid off everywhere and then it has not stopped at the beginning of this year. So, um, it sucks. And I just think we're going to keep seeing that. Uh, next up we have a nice little story. Here's a fun story, a good story. Alan Wake is going to be in dead by daylight which is very cool. I just recently beat Alan Wake 2. Talk about that in just a second. 
Um, but it, I know everyone everyone loves Dead by Daylight, and they get a lot of great IPs in there. Um, see Alan Wake, of course. Gotta have him in there. Shining his light. You do that in Dead by Daylight. You shine the light at the at the the killer, blind him. You could do that. Uh, and I think that might be it for the news. Yeah, I think that's be it for the news. Don't have a lot to lot else to talk about there. Uh, I'm gonna move on to what I've been playing, which I've actually been playing a, quite a bit. I finally beat Alan Wake. I think the last time we talked about Alan Wake, I was about to halfway or so, uh, and I have finished it. It is an incredible game. I am with Connor in saying that it's one of my favorite survival horror games. I think the only thing that it beats it is Resident Evil 4, maybe Resident Evil 2, but I think Alan Wake 2 is right there. Um, if I were to do my top 10 now, I think I think Alan Wake 2 would probably be number two on my list. I think Zelda is still my game of the year, 2023, but... Yeah, if I could have beat this before our show last week, I would have uh, I would have put this probably number two. Um, very incredible! I can't wait to actually talk to the to the guys about this because there is a lot to talk about. A lot of characters they don't really tie everything up for, like Thomas Zane. They don't really tie a lot of his stuff up. They don't tie Tor and Odin's story up. They don't tie up. Mr. Doors' story. Uh, they also don't tie up Alice's story. They kind of leave hints there. Uh, they have hints at potentially not just DLC. I feel like they leave hints at maybe even out what Alan Wake 3 is going to be already. Um, and obviously the game does leave it pretty abruptly. I think it, me and Connor were talking about that last time too. Is It is pretty abrupt of an ending, but... I still felt pretty satisfied, even though I wanted more. And then they did the um, the update version of the, I think it's called the final script or final draft, final draft, where they added a little bit more to that ending. And it just answers a few more questions about the fate of a few characters, but it doesn't really do a lot more than that. So... I'm very curious what the DLCs are going to be. I probably won't play them, but I do want to know what the stories are and if they're going to add any of those few characters. Or even Tim Breaker. I almost forgot about Tim Breaker. He's just stuck in the dark place. It's crazy. A lot of characters. They need to really wrap some of this up. And I don't know. It feels like they're just setting up another game, whether it is Control 2, maybe Alan Wake 3. I don't know where they're going to do this. I would hope Alan Wake 3. Uh, but we know that Control 2 is already in development, though. Uh, but the other game that I beat, actually, finally, I started it a while ago, is Mario Wonder, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Finally beat it. I was at the back half of the game, uh, and now, yeah, I beat it. I think I beat the last three worlds. Um, what an incredibly joyful game. It is very fun. It's pretty challenging, some of those last few levels especially in i think it's world seven the lava world there are two or four 
two, no, three stages that were four-star difficulty that really challenged me a lot. Really low checkpoints, have to do a little bit of a gauntlet there. The final little Bowser world, really, I didn't think was too difficult. I kind of did those in kind of one go. I think Bowser's stage itself was a little bit challenging there. I think his boss fight was pretty easy, but very fun spectacle of a boss fight. I loved trying to fight him to the beat, trying to match the beat to the floor and try to punch him in the chin or kind of knock his hands. Very, very cool ending and very fun game. Definitely recommend that game, especially if you like 2D Mario. Um, I think that's all I've been playing. Wait, no, I played one other thing. I started, I think about two to three hours of Baldur's Gate 3. So not too far, but I um, very, very, very much enjoying the game so far. Um, big D&D player. I play D&D a lot. So having a game where you actually roll the dice and um, make your character, customize your character a lot, customize your class a lot, multi-classing, pretty important to D&D. Being able to do what you want to do is important to D&D. I know that they allow you to do a lot in this game. It's not going to be as much and as creative as D&D itself can be, but it is very cool to see a lot of people connect with being able to do and play how you want to. Um, I think I think more people need to know that about that's what D&D is about. Um, but I chose a warlock. Uh, I think I'm level two. Still only level two, but um, I think I might multi-class. Thinking about a warlock and a bard. That sounds pretty fun. Uh, just Eldritch blasting every creature, everything I can. Just blowing it up. Uh, and I want to try to talk my way as much as I can throughout the game. So I'm trying to deceive people or uh, persuade people to do what I want. And I, hopefully I could talk my way through bosses I would be the thing I would want to do not fight a boss just talk my way to have him just jump off a cliff and and then I don't even have to fight him uh but I've only seen a few of the companions I know that there are at least six and then maybe some other ones you could pick up along the way but I think there are six main ones um but I've only seen three so far uh, which you get very quickly. You get Lazel, which is the first character you even see in the game. Uh, and then I got Shadowheart and Asterion, um, which I like all three of them so far. They are all great characters. Um, really like the voice acting so far. That's really the one thing that has stuck out, the voice acting. Uh, especially Shadowheart. I really like her, the, the voice actress for Shadowheart. Uh, but I am very excited to keep playing. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to play before Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth comes out in a few weeks. Uh, definitely going to put this game down for a bit and uh, pick that up, but uh, try to play as much as I can before that. Um, and there's also Tekken 8 coming out, I think the same day as Like a Dragon, which is a game I can kind of play in between. The Prince of Persia game just came out, or is about to come out next week, actually. Uh, seems very good reviewing very well already so that seems to be starting off 2024 with a bang 
Um, yeah, this, this year's going to be great. I think this year's going to be maybe not quite as good as 2023, but a very, very good year in video games, and I'm very excited to uh, to play more games this year. Uh, I think that's going to be it. Much shorter episode of the Nerdic Gods podcast. Uh, not having Connor or Sims here to bounce off of uh, is going to make it a little shorter, but that's okay. I'm still here, and we still have a show. So, And with that, that will be the Nerdic Gods podcast, episode 205. Uh, please like, subscribe, share. Uh, we are on audio services. We're on Spotify, Apple. Um, yeah, and with that, goodbye.